This episode of a Top 3 Podcast is brought to you by our friends and proud parents over at the Rat Hour Podcast with Rat Boy. It's your one-stop shop for discovering what's in Tim Allen's trash this week, dirty work quotes with no context, and rabid praise of the Cincinnati Reds' bullpen. And just for our listeners, brought to you by the grace of the tube, here's a sneak peek at this week's episode of The Rat Hour with Rat Boy. Chantal eats, lives, and breathes rats. This is huffing a rat. (laughs) It smells good. It smells like nachos. Sometimes I suffer from GGMR. (laughs) I gotta get more rats. Thank you very much. It's happened. (laughs) Oh, that rat boy, he sure is something, huh? Well, if you want to find out what's really going on, you gotta tune in to the Rat Hour with Rat Boy part of the Tube Podcast Network. All right, let's start the show. And uh, this uh, this is a top three podcast. Three, two, one. What's up, everybody? Welcome to a Top 3 Podcast, where we honor the time-old tradition of listing our favorite things and arguing about it. My name's Dave Jackson, joined today by Aaron Engel. What's up? Alan Nichols. Hey, everybody. And fan favorite and local food slinger, Bloodbath McGrath. Hello. Nice to be here. (laughs) Today's topic is the top three. <laughs> no, no, let's talk about this. We should kick him off the show now. Is that it? Is that the last straw? For me, it is, personally. <laughs> oh, man. Aaron, you've had like 50 last... We've all had like last straws with you. We fucking... That much? <laughs> <laughs> all of us have committed grave sins across the length of this show's uh, lifetime, except for me. I'm good. I'm except, except for Dave. Dave, you're absolutely great. perfect. No notes, man. <laughs> so on that note, today's topic is the top three local restaurant specialties. And before we get started with that topic, we're going to say, if you would like to support the show, please tell your friends. That's the best thing you can do. Tell your friends, maybe go into your local pizzeria, put up some flyers or something like that about a top three podcast. So support the show by telling your friends subscribing and rating and reviewing if your podcast platform allows it follow us on social media at a top three podcast that's on twitter instagram and facebook that is where you'll find the calls for listener top threes which we read every episode so if you would like to participate in the show that's how you can do it those listener calls go out on fridays in the u.s and keep your eyes on the social pages for those so you can participate so The way it works, if this is your first time listening to the show, is we've all picked our top three local restaurant specialties. We're going to take turns going around, so everyone says they're number three, then they're number two, number ones, and then at the end, honorable mentions, lightning round, and listener responses. So, today's topic, one more time before we start, is the top three local restaurant specialties, which is a topic that I was confused about 
And I know the listeners were a little bit confused on exactly what it is. So Alan, you're going for like, this was Alan's topic that you brought to the show. So actually you explain to the audience what we are going with here. So I get why there was some confusion. Um, What I intended was food in your current locality, right? So a restaurant in the location in which you live uh, and your favorite dish from that restaurant, like their specialty dish, and then ranking those. But I get it was a little bit ambiguous. You could have considered it any locality. I guess I can understand that if, you know, you're confused about the English language. That's a certainly Ouch. a possibility. <laughs> I didn't interrupt right here, Alan. No. You made this problem, not us, Alan. I'm just saying, like, if you know, maybe if maybe if folks learned how to read a little bit, um, that maybe they'd have an easier time with it. You're right. That's, this is another here problem. There. Yeah, it is. Yeah, this it's is our the, problem, not the of, guy who said it. It's a rest of the world problem. It's not an Alan problem. Alan knew exactly what was going on, guys. <laughs> so this is this is what happened. So Alan, I thought what Alan meant was like regional specialties, like, uh, for example, In-N-Out Burger or, you know, oh, Carolina Barbecue or something like that. That's what I thought you gotcha. meant. Gotcha. I, um, I, okay, that's fair. I did not. I, I was so unaware. Was, the ambiguous word was dish, not locality. I, I get what you're saying, then. I don't think Alan gets what we're saying. I was unaware that Alan had been hired by the Charleston, West Virginia <laughs> Tourism Board to talk about local specialties. <laughs> no, so, no, not, only, not only that, not only that, but I was trying to set up menus for myself when I go to different cities. So that's <laughs> really, everybody, let Dave know what's good in the city in which you live. And then, uh, and then hopefully he'll let me know. So, well, regardless of whatever the like result is, we're still going to end up with a bunch of good food in different places around the country and around the world to talk about. So, your your goal is going to be accomplished. You're going to get some fucking bomb stuff to try when you go to different cities for sure. Excellent. That was that was the whole thing. So, um. I I did not make my list only based on where I live right now. One of my answers is in uh, Korea, but my other answers are different places around the U.S., uh, but including, like, where we grew up in Ohio. So my answers are a little bit across the board there, but fuck it. I want to talk about some of these, you know, hometown favorites, even though I don't live there anymore. So For we're going to sure. end up with a bunch of good stuff. So let's get into our lists, and um, I am I will change my list to kind of fit the either like places I have lived or places I live uh, theme. So I'll switch out my list and I'll make my old number three an honorable mention. My number three is teasers from the submarine house. Hey, um, so good. Well. Right, so, I was gonna Go say ahead, somebody Dave. somebody's suspiciously <laughs> quiet. Bloodbath invented them. Yeah. So uh <laughs> teasers, for those who don't know, um actually I haven't had a teaser in like ten years, but from what I remember, teasers are fried, you know, appetizery food, uh with like cheese and potatoes inside, right? Yes. And a little bit of spice. 
There's little bits of jalapenos in there. Right. So it's little fried cheese potato jalapeno uh, things. And I am not joking when I say, like, next time I go to Subhouse, I'm not going to order a... um, you know, a cheesesteak or something like that. This is in Troy and like the Dayton area in Ohio for all of you who are planning to visit the Dayton area from across the country, which I know you are, you know, little family trip for the holidays. Look at you, Scotland. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I'm not joking when like I could just ignore all of the sandwiches at Subhouse and just eat like 65 teasers Um for dinner because you those things so are addictive people. as fuck but without breathing yeah bloodbath's just mad because the profit margin isn't there on teasers that's what i'm that's <laughs> what i'm getting here bloodbath i'm telling you you pump that shit up 49 cents nobody will ever question it bro i promise yeah they're they're excellent i fucking love teasers i mean they're it's like fried appetizer food which is very very hard to do wrong but i love like the like cheese and potatoes and like spicy flavor it's excellent i remember asking bloodbath for free teasers when he worked at the sub house like that used to be like near the redmonds in troy where like the music store used to be it was just that like tiny little place it had like five tables i remember going in there like on the weekends when bloodbath was just working by himself be like yo bro can you hook me up with some free teasers or do i gotta tell everybody i know what your penis looks like (laughs) (laughs) and what what did i do you let me take pictures of your penis and put them on flyers all around <laughs> school because you're not ashamed and it's kind of nice looking. Thank you. I it's appreciate very smooth. that very much. <laughs> very smooth. It's the truth. <laughs> uh, Dave, I appreciate you very much. Uh, yeah, man, they're popular. Um, I've eaten them for so many years. I like. I just. I kind of can't really eat them anymore. <laughs> they just um, taste like water. <laughs> <laughs> um, but they're good, man. I mean, like they're you know they're super popular, and um, you know I, I guess they are different. They're sort of like a jalapeno popper, but um, you know, a cross between a jalapeno popper and a and a tater tot, sort of. Um, yeah, man. I mean, like Jesus, dude. You know. A Friday or Saturday, I mean, like, there are people who literally just, like, order baskets, you know, a basket, which is, like, 24, like, they'll just, you know, I think it was, it was a couple months ago, these guys came in, um, might have been, like, around, like, March Madness, I'm not sure, but, um, it was three guys, and, like, they each got a sandwich, and they each got their own, like, teaser basket, so, like, each person ate like 30 teasers to themselves <laughs> and i just remember thinking to myself like the three of them together like destroyed a case of teasers like it was, it was yeah so and, those three, and they're like liberty and those three <laughs> men like those three men were dave aaron and alan and they're good and you know like dave you've you know you like them like they're they're a good size they're not like you know they're not little they're not huge but like you know yeah, they're not. They like are the size of... larger than a tater tot. Yeah, exactly. I mean, yeah. they're they're way bigger than. They're probably two or three like, tater like tots almost worth a of whole potato. cheese stick. Yeah, and I'll say this yeah. as like a uh, subhouse secret of the trade. Here's how you order the teasers: you get the teasers, uh, you get them covered in steak spice, and then you get their like spicy like pickle relish, and you dip it in that. That's how you do teasers properly. Uh, tzatziki sauce. Aaron's right. a secret menu and like yes. 
menu alteration right. fiend. Love he that. is una- Aaron is unable to order anything the way that it's served <laughs> normally. Always yeah, I would like a the... uh, McDouble, but I would like you to put a piece of fish on it. Then I want you to throw it on the ground, spit on it, tell it it's a piece of shit, and then put it in the bun. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> tell it it's a piece of shit. Do not special order anything from me. I will fucking destroy you. So what you need to get is triple <laughs> steak spice, because they'll do triple steak spice without charging you. If you do quadruple steak spice, they will charge you extra for the steak spice. Hold on. Before we go, before we go on, bloodbath. You mentioned the three guys during March Madness. Um, can you remember, is that the most teasers that one person has ever eaten? Is there like someone who ate oh, like 75 of them? Not that I can think of. Oh, God, dude, that's so much potato. Like, I just feel like. <laughs> I bet I could eat 30 of them. Oh, I mean, yeah. 100%. Easy. Easy. Yeah. You know. I'll smoke a bowl, take two shots of whiskey, and I could eat the whatever they have. You remember that scene in Parks and Recreation where uh, Ron Swanson's like, "I want all the eggs and bacon that you have," yeah. and he's and he basically <laughs> he's just like, "Nah, I, I feel like when I say I want, I want all the bay. Like I could do that with teasers at Subhouse. Just put them all on a plate. I'll pay for it. Hold I got on, my mom's bath. credit card. All right, bloodbath. So uh, at a, I know at a people, given time, I, I know go people. Ahead, go ahead. I I know I've seen people. Destroy a, a basket, which is twenty four. Um, there may uh, God, dude, that's a good question. I'm sure somebody. I'm sure it's happened once or twice that someone is like sat down to watch a game. They like order a beer and like just a basket of teasers, and then like I don't know, give them like a four or five hour timeline. Like they probably ordered another basket and ate. So like maybe forty eight. Dave's you looking for have... the answer where they throw up. They ate so many teasers. You should have a contest, Bloodbath, for sure. Anyone that just can earn teasers can eat. No, anyone that can eat five servings of teasers gets them for free or something like that. <laughs> gets an extra basket of teasers <laughs> half price. I mean, you're I not going to cover, their, you're not gonna cover their coronary, but you know, you should give them the five have baskets people, of teasers. I do have people that call. Um, pretty frequently and they just like they just order like a basket of teasers and like they get like you know for pickup or delivery or something like that and like they're just that's all i want for the for their dinner is just a bunch of potato sure I that's all i want that. for my dinner just, yeah just yeah, potato we... a little bit of cheese final question before we move on if someone were to do the ron swanson and order all of the teasers that you have <laughs> how many teasers is that Oh, I don't know. It just depends on a given time, man. Like, uh, all right. Uh, well, bath. they're they're hard to come by right now. We keep running out of them because the they're hard to manufacture... the teaser the teaser market is drying up. How many <laughs> teasers are in so a case of teasers, Bloodbath? How many teasers uh, are in a are in a full case of teasers? Uh, give me a second. There's <laughs> the teaser supply chain has really run into some problems. It has, no, no, like no joke. It has nobody's. No, and those boats offshore. People say that all the time. <laughs> uh, <laughs> maybe like two hundred and forty in a case. All right, and do you keep more than five cases on hand at all times? Yeah, unless I, I mean, if okay. I run out, like so if we're I doing get my, bare minimum two hundred and forty fr- times five. <laughs> Yeah, that's a lot of teasers already. Yeah, if you got it on the day the truck comes in, yeah. Okay, 
So there's nice. the challenge for anybody who is going to subhouse in Troy or Huber Heights. If you eat 1,200 teasers, Bloodbath <laughs> will give them to you for free. Guaranteed. The top three podcast stamp of you, guarantee. You, you, you cannot throw up and you only have three hours to do it. Yeah, you That's have one one regulation NFL football game to complete this challenge. <laughs> if the game goes into overtime, you're fucked. All right. So that was my number three, teasers. Aaron, what is your number three? All right. My number three is going to be uh, Skyline Chili. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Nice. Sky. Like, <laughs> what's really weird is there's this uh, – I'm on the Steelers subreddit a lot. Whenever we play the Bengals, like Steelers fans are like, yeah, and your chili fucking sucks because it's a Cincinnati chili. And I always want to comment like, hey, you know, like Skyline Chili is pretty good. Uh, but if you if you are a Steelers fan and you say anything good about Skyline Chili, you will get downvoted into hell uh, just because that's how much the hate runs. Uh, but Skyline Chili is awesome. I, uh, I always, uh, what's really cool is you can buy like a frozen, like skyline chili, like little bowl or whatever. And my favorite thing to do is to get tater tots or French fries and just use the skyline chili as dip. Cause it's not like super hearty or anything. Uh, but what they do is they basically take like regular ass chili, thin it out and put like cinnamon in it, I think, or something like that. So That's it's not, not like how they a, do it. All right, so uh, what? So they take the cinnamon, right? I don't know how they do, dude. I don't care. Uh, but it is fucking awesome. Uh, it is Cincinnati's like a really cool city. If you've never been there, it's it's a whole lot of fun, and it's really really cool how like when you think about Ohio and their like signature foods, Skyline Chili is like one of those ones that are going to be mentioned. And it's very funny that Ohio is known for excuse me uh they're chilly uh so i'm very good at knowing the process which it's made and everything that's in it so i don't really need to talk anymore about it uh but but everybody skyline chili is great cincinnati style chili is great uh and it's my uh number three how so how do you eat your skyline chili then what when you go to skyline what do you get Oh, you never the spaghetti because that's fucking gross. Uh, usually I'll just get it like uh, with like cheese and the chili on top of French fries or I'll get like a Coney dog style thing. I think the spaghetti is weird. I know a lot of people really like I think that a lot of people would say like the spaghetti tra- is the fucking tradition, oh, it, dude. traditionally the, the spaghetti is the shit. Exactly. Bloodbath. Aaron, you're yeah. entirely wrong. No, the I'm not saying great. I'm everybody not, I'm not go eat the spaghetti. But the correct Listen, answer is you get Coney. All right. So yeah, I Coney mean, is like... great. Traditionally, like if you're looking at Skyline, their their quote unquote signature dish is the Skyline chili and cheese on top of spaghetti. I don't eat a lot of pasta. Uh, I don't think spaghetti's very good in general, but I do like hot dogs. So <clears throat> excuse me, pouring it over that is awesome, but. I don't have to say anything else. Everybody here loves Skyline Chili. I'm, uh, you know, like yeah, on on a Cody. Yeah. That's how you do everybody, it. Everybody, everybody does because Skyline is also my number three. Yay! Yay! And and Skyline was my number two. Oh, so, so real okay so uh, i don't care who says it but between Dave and Bloodbath, somebody tell me what makes it special because it's not cinnamon. No, it it is Chocolate. cinnamon, but they don't make regular chili and then thin it out. They 
make it to be like that. Like, yeah, sure. Like for, for people listening, there's like, there's no vegetables in Cincinnati chili. It's just like a, it's a sauce. It's not right. If anyone gets like a bowl of skyline chili and just eats a bowl of skyline chili, I don't understand you. Cause it's a sauce. It's weird. It's not, it's a top. It's not a, yeah, it's not a stew. It would be like, like a chilies. drink. It would be a thick drink. Yeah, it's. I drink it. Yeah, so they you make it as <laughs> you make it as a sauce and with like ground beef and it does have like it does have cinnamon and cloves and other spices in it that other chili doesn't have. That's what gives it its unique flavor and chocolate uh, too. Hershey's yeah, chocolate. That's cocoa the secret powder. Ingredient. Yeah, and that's what gives it its lovely uh, dark brown diarrhea color. Which is love just it, fantastic, just, yeah, just great. <laughs> so, if I may, before I pass the bloodbath, uh, when I go to Skyline, I get the three way because I don't like the onions that they use; they're too uh, they're too strong. So I don't get the four way. Get beans the fuck out of my um, my Skyline chili, also. So I get the three way. The Skyline like finely shredded cheddar cheese is so goddamn good. Up notch. Yeah. Top yeah. not shredded cheese, dude. We should do top three shredded cheeses, but Michael Bumpus Skyline's shredded yeah. cheese. Hundred <laughs> percent. And so like this may shock you, but there is no Skyline chili. There's no gold star here in Korea. So I actually make it myself at home. That's how much I love it. Nif. No, that's gotta be great. I would love Dave, when you come back, we're gonna do mushrooms and eat Skyline chili that you made. Hell yeah. No, we're gonna go to Skyline Chili. Okay, fair enough. What I don't care. So there's a Go ahead, Bloodbath. Oh, uh, go ahead, man. You can finish. No, I was done. So, um, yeah, Skyline. Um, first of all, since the style of Cincinnati chili that like we're referring to, like the the spaghetti part is the chili. Like that's like when you say like Cincinnati style chili, like that's what it's referring to. It's like the chili sauce that we're talking about on top of spaghetti. Uh, yeah. Skyline is super popular for doing it. Gold Star Chili was they uh, unfortunately, Dave, they no longer exist. They went out of business this year. Oh, oh. Um, I, I actually like Gold Star oh. a little bit more, but uh, you know they're not around anymore. Um, and yeah, the cheese that they use at Skyline, it it's you know for anyone who doesn't know, like it is like just cheap, you know, crummy like you know, plasticky like yellow shredded cheese, but. Good it lord, melts. is it so good? It, it melts. It gets, yeah, it gets just melty enough. It goes perfectly with it. Like, it's so goddamn good. Um, oh, my God, dude. Skyline's so awesome. Uh, it's always got to be, like, you know, a five-way. Everything on top of the spaghetti. Um, really, really good. Cheese coatings are great. Um, yeah, man, I mean, you know, what more can you say? Like, it's it's such a staple of uh you know like cincinnati and ohio and stuff like that man it, it's so so good any time of year um whether it's cold out whether it's the middle of summer um i never have a problem like bashing skyline there there was one day uh there's a skyline across the street from the huber heights location i was working one day and all the staff really wanted skyline so i was like yeah let's do that so we traded them some food we got some cheese conies and stuff like that it's fucking awesome. Bashed him. Went home. Uh, Jamie, you know, we were doing something that day, and then we started running some errands, and we're like, let's grab something to eat. And Jamie was like, I really want Skyline. I'm like, well, I've had Skyline once today, but, like, I will definitely go get it again. <laughs> let's but, fucking like, go. Yeah, like, definitely, you know, went through the drive-thru, got a five-way. Like, it was great. Uh, then the next morning, I was, you know, the next day I was back at work, and then my staff again was like, man, I really want 
Skyline again. Like it was so good yesterday, and like I went and got it <laughs> again. Like eat it, you know, ate it three times and you know, less than forty eight hours. It's that fucking good. So hell yeah. Hold on, bloodbath. I gotta ask. This is a serious question. That's something you do with restaurants around Subhouse. You guys just trade like, hey, we'll give you fifteen cheesesteaks if you let us get some shit from your restaurant. Does that happen? All the time. Oh god yeah, damn, that's awesome. Happens that, with my store cool. too. Yeah, we get free food and stuff from like restaurants in Tip City if we just give them like bottles of wine they can use for their customers. It's fucking oh, sweet, dude. Oh no, that's shit. great. Damn. Huber, oh, oh yeah, Huber dude. Heights I eat store, Lunas all the time. <laughs> Huber Heights <laughs> store. Um, uh, Chipotle calls us a lot, so we'll like trade sandwiches for or pizza with uh, and get burritos and bowls and chips and stuff like that. So you there, gotta have a cool owner always, for it to work. Like, let's be fair. You gotta have a cool boss, man, to get that yeah. shit going. There is there is always leftover Chipotle uh, in the employee freezer at Subhouse. So I have hmm. I have been living a life free of sin until now, but I am so envious of <laughs> that situation. Oh, age. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so that was Aaron's number three, Cincinnati chili, right? Aaron's number three and Bloodbath's number three, Cincinnati and number chili. two. And my number two. I'll be switching it out, but it was my number two. <laughs> Cincinnati Chili yeah. fucking rules. Um, okay, Alan, what's your number three? Uh, my number three is a... Uh, and I, I won't name restaurants or anything. All of mine are from Charleston, West Virginia, but because Dave accused me of working for the Chamber of Commerce, I'm not going <laughs> to name restaurants. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Do you not work for the Chamber of Commerce? I'm sorry. Alan's a lawyer. He knows what he's doing right here. Minus the Tom Brady no, thing. No. Listen to them, Alan. You throw it out. You get yourself a free. You get yourself some free food. Get some. Walk in there and be like, "Hey, I talked to you about. I talk about you on my podcast. Can I get a free? Get some some sponsorships for the podcast. See what that. See what that's worth. Um. So my number three then is my favorite brunch place in Charleston. It is uh, Black Sheep Burritos and Brews, the OG, um, fried chicken and waffles. Hell yeah. Uh, I love fried so chicken they, and waffles so fucking much, dude. So they have like this this like nut breaded bone in chicken breast. Um they have, you know, Belgian waffles, obviously. Uh candied pecans, candied jalapeno, onion straws. <laughs> candied I didn't even <laughs> consider the concept of candied jalapeno. I mean the the dish is heavenly. I mean it's got uh this maple syrup that that has something in it. I don't I I don't know what it is and I couldn't find the menu. They don't publish their brunch menu for some reason. It's Gremlins um, too is what's in it. <laughs> that's true. Um Aaron's right. The the syrup tastes a little bit like Gremlins 2. Um but kind of more like Gremlins 1. Yeah. That's fair. Um, a taste we can all use as a reference. <laughs> right, <laughs> um, but I don't. I don't necessarily have that much to say about it. Um, it's the OG. They make a ton of different kinds of fried chicken and waffles. So if for any reason you guys are headed through Charleston or Huntington, West Virginia, give it a shot. It's called the OG. That's where we get number three. Ninety-five percent of our listeners is from that area of the country, that's, and it's not. It's not just. True. 
And I know that Alan doesn't listen to the podcast, so it's not him. Right. It's the seven other people in Huntington. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, okay. To be fair, the seven other people that have, like, you know, internet or data plans. <laughs> what? You know, like... I go to the library. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I did not mean that, citizens of Huntington. I did mean that. <laughs> that oh, yeah, sounds dude. really good, dude. Yeah, oh, chicken so and waffles good. all the time are great. Next time you guys come down, you'll have to stop by and, uh, and, and I'll take you out there for brunch. And a a confident restaurant that will serve you a bone-in chicken breast because they know it tastes better. Hell yeah. Oh, Correct. man. Yeah, no, it's 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 top-notch. Uh, they also have one called the Betty White for Aaron. It has candy pecans <laughs> on it. What, wait, <laughs> why, why is it for me? Because you like Golden Girls. Oh, I... I do like Golden Girls. Yeah, I, and also, I know that's why I said it, dumbass. And but also, I hate Betty White. And also for the people for the people listening to the podcast who don't know what Aaron looks like, he's actually a ninety-seven-year-old white woman. I look like Blanche. <laughs> okay. Oh, so uh, I was having a conversation about Golden Girls today. I could not, for the life of me, remember Blanche's name. Thank Never you, She's Devereaux. from Louisiana, man. Never forget Devereaux. that. Go, go, go Irish oh, man. I'm going to have to send a text because we, between the two of us, could not figure that out for five or six minutes. <laughs> the Irish whore. R.I.P. is still getting R.I.P. <laughs> uh, okay. So that was uh, Alan's Chicken and Waffles. Say the name of the restaurant for everyone again. Black sheep burritos and brews. Black sheep burritos and brews. Is really good. Chicken Great and name. waffles. Hell yeah. And Bloodbath, your number three was Skyline Chili. You want to switch it out or just leave it as Skyline? Yeah, Skyline. Okay, cool. So my number two is a uh, Midwest, actually more specifically like flyover country special that happens to have a location, a couple locations near where we grew up. And that is Made Right. Made Right is my oh. number two. Made Right is so awesome. And for those who don't know, if you're not from, like, Made Right's, like, all over, like, Iowa and shit. And then there's, like, a couple locations in Western Ohio. So for people who don't know, Made Right is uh, burgers, but it's a loose meat patty. So it's, imagine a sloppy joe with no sauce. That's what it is. Right. And the, the meat is spiced. It's a little bit sweet, like not like sugary, but it has a little sweetness to it. It has some like re- very prominent spices in it. And it all plays together really well. You get your burgers, you eat them. Inevitably, some of the meat will fall out of the burger. They give you a spoon with it so that you can clean Smart. up after you're done. It's so fucking good. <laughs> it's one of the, is one of my favorite things to get when I go back to uh, Troy, like that area is to go to Made Right and there used to be one in a fucking like the side of a gas station up in Piqua, I don't know if that one's still there anymore Um, that one I used to go to the most because the other one's in Greenville which is just a little bit of a drive from Troy Um, Made Right's also famous for the gum wall in Greenville, uh, people fucking stick their oh gum God, on the wall so when they go through the drive-through. It is gross. if if 
and this is not just a made right thing. There are gum walls all over the country because Americans are fucking animals. If you think we're disgusting, if you think a gum wall is something cool, you want to stick your gum on the wall or like go take a picture with the gum wall. You're a fucking animal. I don't know what to say to you. <laughs> it's so gross, but I can handle seeing the gum wall because those burgers are so goddamn good. And that's another thing that like worth it. I learned to make myself. I learned to make my own made rights. Uh, they are fantastic. So that's my number two made right. You make your own? Uh, yeah. They can't be that hard to make, right? No, it's not hard what, to make. What's your What's your recipe? I don't I have the know. recipe. Don't have the recipe with with me. It's in my uh, recipe book for homemade ah, made gotcha, rights. Gotcha, gotcha, but gotcha. I mean, it, honestly, it's like you cook some ground beef. <laughs> with the requisite spices and then you kind of form it together as best you can on a bun that's how you make it uh, a so, sloppy yeah. joe without sauce yeah so when i was uh when i was so my my parents got divorced when i was really young so i i split weekends uh between my mom and my dad's house and my mom is the pickiest eater in the world. All she wants to eat is olive pizza. It's very, very weird. Uh, but my dad, the most exciting thing about like going to my dad's on the weekend was knowing that like he would take us to like he took us to made rights all the time. The one in Greenville when I was a little kid, and you know I could have like a, a long week at school or whatever, and it was my dad's weekend. I wasn't always like the most excited to go over there, but like we'd be driving back, my dad would be like you know, we're eating for dinner tonight. Right. And I was like, please, for the love of fuck, tell me we're going to made rights. And we would always <laughs> go there uh, with him as a little kid. Uh, do they, they have pickles, right? They have pickles on the made rights. Isn't that another yeah, thing they so. do? Yeah. Yeah. Fucking awesome. Like, I don't really like pickles on like hamburgers or anything like that, but, but the pickles on the made, right. Just cause Dave's right. They're not like super duper sweet, but, but like the meat is a little bit sweet and like the pickle on top of it kind of like, it, it makes it all work. So it's like the only thing I'll eat pickles on is that, but yeah, dude, made rights fucking delicious. If you go to made, right, get a cheese, right. The cheese melts and kind of holds it together a little bit. Uh, plus, I mean, I don't know anyone who eats just a regular ass hamburger. So, yeah, cheese right, that's the way to go. And they're not that big. Um, you know, probably two or three of them is a good good amount. Uh, they're not super big. So, yeah, big fan of made rights. It's whenever I go back to visit Troy, uh, that's like near the top of my list of places that I have to go if I have more than like, you know, two days in town, go to made right. So that was my number two. Aaron, what's your number two? All right. My number two is from Athens. <laughs> and uh, Athens has a lot of really good local food. Uh, but I didn't want to just talk about Athens because it, it's like one of only three places I've ever lived. So I w it's only like one of three places I would consider local. Uh, but I wanted to pick one from that. Uh, Athens has a burrito place called Big Mama's Burritos, and they just do kind of like crazy burritos uh, or, or like unique burritos. My number two is the Philly Mama from Big Mama's Burritos. And essentially what it is is it's a Philly cheesesteak uh, inside of a burrito. And it is the best burrito you can get. It has Yo. green peppers, onions, mayonnaise, 
potatoes uh, and ground beef. And uh, they just make it like that. The So, you, you know, you'd be in Athens, you'd be on Court Street. It'd be like 2.30 in the morning. You're just like drunk as fuck trying to get back to your dorm room or apartment. Uh, and you'd be walking down Court Street. And the biggest line on Court Street was at Big Mama's Burritos. One time I knew a guy who worked at Big Mama's and he was like, hey, dude, if you're uh, if you want to make some extra money, like you can come work at Big Mama's like Friday, Saturday nights. And I was like, no, I'd rather kill myself. Like that sounds like the worst thing in the entire world because it was like that fucking busy. Uh, also, uh, former person person we had on the show uh luke um my friend luke from college uh the, the we always had this big argument like what was the best big mama burrito i always said it was the philly chi uh the philly cheese steak burrito he liked the chipotle uh mama which was just basically like the same thing but with chipotle sauce instead of mayonnaise uh it was awesome they had something called the mick mama uh, that was it tasted like a McDonald's hamburger, like exactly like a McDonald's hamburger in a burrito. Uh, but the Philly cheesesteak mama was always my favorite. So my number two is going to be Big Mama's Burritos Philly cheese. I'm glad you're committing finally to just saying chi and not correcting yourself <laughs> to say Philly cheesesteak. Have some confidence, man. We're Chi is way better. I don't care. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Junior double bacon chi. Yeah. Oh my God. I forgot about that. That's, very <laughs> that's probably why that's in my brain. Uh, but yeah, Philly cheesesteak burrito. Come on. Yeah. Dude, that sounds incredible. I, that sounds great. You, you guys never had Big Mamas when we were, or did we just always go like DP Dough or something like yeah, that? Yeah. It was always, always DP Dough or that, yeah, like, always you know, that, dough, that Chinese place. And and I was I was thinking about DP Doe too, but it's like widespread around Ohio now. And I already had the skyline thing, which is the same. So I had to go to the Big Mama's uh, Philly. But yeah, everybody loves the Philly cheesesteak. It's it's in burrito form. I'm, I'm yeah. I, you can't see this, but I'm like pressing my hands up in the air. Like, come on. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna side with Luke. That chipotle sauce on a Philly cheesesteak burrito probably sounds so good. like my jam. Sounds like it my was shit. so good. It wasn't a bad thing. It wasn't like we were having like a come to blows <laughs> argument. It was just like we would go to Big Mama when we were you drunk, would, get the chipotle, you would, I'd you get the have, Philly. You would have a very calm, like philosophical, intelligent discussion, like back and forth debate. Well, you see, yes, I see you've listed the merits of the chipotle sauce very, uh, very eloquently, my dear sir. But let me. Let me at just for a minute retort. Oh, boy. With, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let me just retort for a moment about why mayonnaise is the perfect complementary ingredient on this burrito. If I may, if I may. <laughs> we were just like sipping tea and like wearing top hats and monocles. Yeah. But, you know, not, not a lot to say. It's a Philly cheesesteak burrito. Like it was, it's the fucking shit. You don't have to say anything more than that. That's all you have I'm gonna to say. I'm going to talk for we're 12 more minutes. In. Okay. We're no, all in. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, that sounds great. This is Athens, Ohio for people who are not uh familiar with our histories. I've never Athens, been to Ohio. Greece. <laughs> yeah. I don't I or, don't know if they have Philly cheesesteak burritos in Athens, Greece, but I'm guessing no though. They're Athens, fucking better. Georgia. Bloodbath, shut I mean, the fuck let's, up. <laughs> let's be let's be honest. You're the one who doesn't Every, own a fucking globe. Yeah. <laughs> and I How about you read a fucking history book, Aaron? Ago, and I'm not going to apologize for it now. How about you help yourself to a history book, Aaron? Uh, the Parthenon. <laughs> Attaboy. Uh, there okay. we go. 
All right, so that was Aaron's number two, the Philly cheesesteak burrito from, what was the restaurant? Big Mama's? Big Mama's Burritos. Hell yeah. Alan, what's your number two? Somebody put smelling salts under his nose. Alan. Alan. <laughs> Hold on. Let me play my Sorry. magical flute. Sorry, I'm here. I'm here. <laughs> oh, he's here. Didn't, reali- didn't realize that oh. was muted. Yeah, okay. Aaron used the poke flute on me. It's fine. <laughs> um, anyway, my number two is another West Virginia specialty. I'm sure none of you have ever had one. A hot dog pastry. Okay. I don't wait. Go on. Go on. I, uh, go on. I go don't. on. I don't think that uh, – I think that it is specifically a West Virginia thing. I had never heard of one or had one until I came here. I was skeptical when someone asked me if I wanted a hot dog pastry. But like you, I was curious. Um, so I went ahead and got one. It's not what you think. It's essentially like an eclair that's been cut down one side. So it looks like a hot dog bun. And then it's filled with this uh, like custard cream, essentially. Uh, This real, really sweet uh, custard cream. And then, uh, you know, you can either get it plain or with powdered sugar or um, chocolate drizzle. But anyway, it's probably my favorite donut at this point it's definitely worth a try uh my favorite because it's and so this is a specialty that's made all across west virginia different bakeries do their own thing uh my favorite is the spring hill bakery in south charleston west virginia um they are actually the original hot dog pastry and uh stands true to time uh, it's still the best. So my number two is hot dog pastries, which is actually a donut and not a hot dog. So when you said hot dog pastry, my first thought was like, okay, so it's like a hot dog on like <laughs> a croissant or something. And I thought that was really <laughs> right. weird. Then I was like, oh, right, uh, Charleston. Uh, okay, I guess make, that makes sense. Uh, I I thought Alan was going to talk about like a sausage roll, like a an actual sausage yes. rolled up in like pastry dough, which is great. It's so which good. Is great, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I thought that's I, what he was going to say too. Then I thought you said it's like an eclair with a hot dog shoved down the middle of it, which is also that's great. exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and then you described what it actually is, and that sounds fucking great. So I'm just I'm on a fucking roller coaster of emotions over here. I bet that they have hot dog pastries that have actual hot dogs in them. If you look hard enough for a bakery here in West Virginia, I bet you could find one. Somebody's had the genius idea. Someone else has thought of that before. But that sounds uh, that sounds really good. I mean, you can trust West Virginia to have some some good food. I so I mean, it, West Virginia has some boss food, honestly. Any place you go, there is going to be two or three restaurants that uh, Charleston's covered in them uh, that do like local food, local dishes, uh, like really, really interesting, almost like experimental food. It's it's pretty crazy for for being 
you know, where we are. So, yeah. Hot okay, dog Alan, pastries, though. Those yeah. are like a staple. Alan's check from the Charleston Department of Tourism will be coming in shortly. <laughs> it's not a check. They just send him hot dog pastries like <laughs> by mail. Just a truck just... comes in front of his house and puts it on the lawn, and he just eats them out of there on his way to work every day. Yeah. No, like seriously, my, my boss brought in two dozen of them one day this week, and I, I must have eaten like six or seven. It was disgusting. But it happens <laughs> every <laughs> Every single time that I get around hot dog pastries, I just, I shovel them in like Homer fucking Simpson. <laughs> West Virginia, <laughs> Bye, Baba. That's hot dog pastries, <laughs> take hot it home. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, no, West Virginia, hot dog pastry in my mouth and my butt. <laughs> I, still like, I still like it. He would take me home. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah, those sound good. So that was Alan's number two hot dog pastries. Bloodbath, what's your number two? Uh, so my, uh, for my number two, um, again, when we, were, we said at the beginning of the episode, um, I slightly misunderstood the... Um, the uh, topic just a little bit too so i kind of picked something that sort of a general dish for like most of like the midwest but you know, kind of specifically the dayton area um and that is uh what i will refer to as a dayton style pizza or a dayton cut pizza uh for anyone who doesn't know um so anytime you go to like a you know restaurants or you know some smaller like bars and grills and stuff like that they have the thin crust pizza that they usually cut into squares. Sometimes people call it a tavern cut. Although I think technically from what I've read, uh, that actually is called a Dayton cut. It supposedly has, uh, originated. It's a style that originated in Dayton, Ohio. Um, and basically again, it's just, uh, a thin crust pizza, uh, cut into squares instead of slices. Um, lots of, uh, different places around the area are known for that. Uh, Marion's Pizza is one of them. Uh, Cassano's. Um, obviously, I sell that style of pizza, um, but I'll leave myself out. Um, uh, and yeah, like and like I said, all the like dozens of smaller bars and restaurants and stuff like that sell uh, similar style pizza. So um, you know, like I said, uh, you know, as far as like pizza goes, everybody always sort of talks about uh, New York style versus Chicago Chicago style. You know, the New York kind of Napoleon and the um, Chicago deep dish, you know, and for me, I, I, for me and a lot of people, I feel like the, you know, the uh, real debate would be like, you know, uh, like a New York style pizza versus like a, you know, like I said, Dayton cut pizza, like the tavern thin crust pizza. Um, so yeah, I don't know. thoughts, opinions. Yeah. What, what I will say is like, the one downside to the Dayton style cut is like, so if you get like a regular pizza, like cut into slices, you have like two or three and you're like, okay, I've eaten a lot of this pizza, but when they're cut in that small of a way, you can eat like nine or two, you can eat like five slices worth of pizza in little tiny like sections that you're like, Oh, I haven't eaten that much. I should eat some more of this fucking little pizza. Yeah, but yeah, you're you're totally right. I I'm a big fan of the thin crust. I if I'm getting a pizza, I prefer it to be cut into little slices instead of like the triangular ones uh, that you normally see. 
Yeah, the pizza math is a little bit harder with the the Dayton cut. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Not for yeah. me, blood. Am I, am I the only one who has never heard Dayton cut before? I've never heard it described like I this have. before the last couple of days. I'm with you, but like I, because I, I love I love the square cut pizza. I mean, that is that is awesome. And yeah, and oh, wow, look at Dayton doing stuff. Yeah, and it's like a. I think I want to say the crust is a little bit different too, like on a you know Donato's or um, Cassano's in Tip City or something like, like that. It's like thin and crispy. Huh. Yeah, thin and crispy. Um, you know, usually, a lot of those pizzas too are kind of like a little bit more, not plain, but you know, it's a lot of just you know pepperoni cheese, you know, maybe sausage. You know, they don't get anything like too crazy. Um, yeah. Yeah, and it's yeah, crust is usually thin and crispy. Usually like seasoned, like the crust is usually seasoned pretty well. Um, we season ours and stuff like that. So that that's kind of like the style for the most part that I kind of think of when I think of like you know sort of the regional local like Dayton cut pizza. Ever you know most everyone everywhere around here is known for that or has a lot of that on the menu. You know, I mean right. if you really want like a more traditional like New York style pizza, you know, I mean you've got like you know the big chains and the big chains, you know, Pizza Hut, Domino's, right. uh, Papa John's, and, like, that's kind of it. Like, most all the, like, smaller places around here, unless they're doing kind of, like, craft, like, artisan pizza, like, they're pretty much doing, like I said, like, a di- like the square-style uh, cut pizza, so. Yeah, hmm. we would always get um, Cassano's in Tip City because it's, like, it's close enough to my parents' house. We always got the pizza with – uh, pepperoni, sausage, mushrooms, and banana peppers from Casano's, and that's the shit. Fucking love it. That sounds delicious. I hate banana peppers. There we go. What? What? Oh. I'm leaving forever. Wait, you know hot, what? Stupid actually... take by Aaron. No, banana. Yeah, the peppers... guy who likes all the hot sauce and hot shit. Yeah. It's not hot. One. It's uh, not. I do, but I mean, I do like banana you know... peppers on grilled cheese. If you never had it, that's pretty good. That sounds delicious. Yes, that sounds delicious. But so, one for <laughs> one form of melted cheese with banana peppers is great. Pizza, which is mostly melted cheese with banana peppers, is not good. It, there's so much going on in pizza, like flavor wise, that like I don't know, banana peppers. It, yeah, what? Bloodbath, bloodbath. But yeah, banana peppers. It's just it's it's a strong 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 flavor and only as something as plain as a grilled cheese can benefit from it okay I, I, all right i don't I agree mean, fuck you alan I... <laughs> <laughs> uh, banana peppers are a great Aaron's... compliment on like anything that's yeah, not like i, like poop, I, I guess <laughs> yeah <laughs> they're they're like pickles like they have their place but pizza is is yeah right they're just they 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 don't belong on pizza to me. Just weird. They are pickled. They're pickled banana peppers, and they're fucking yeah. good. That's something <laughs> I appreciate a lot more um, as I get older and as I learn how to cook and like put flavors together. That like that any kind of pickle cutting through like really strong flavors like cheese is always welcome. Like on a pizza or like you said on a grilled cheese or something like that. So yeah, Dave's getting a. a- big check from corporate pickle yeah alan, this alan you've corporate... already lost stop this, this is fucking pathetic. <laughs> <Corporate pickle. laughs> 
This episode of a top three podcast is brought to you by banana peppers. <laughs> Big banana pepper. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Corporate uh, pickle. <laughs> Big that pickle. should be the name of a band. Big pickle. <laughs> it really needs to be. Corporate First they were Synaptath, but now they are corporate pickle. It really explains <laughs> a lot about who we've become. It does. <laughs> All right. So that was um that was whose whose pick? Aaron, was that your number two? That was my number two. Yes. That was Bloodbath. It was Bloodbath's number two. Okay. Wow, we're almost we're into number ones already. Okay. So we're, we're gonna rolling, get into number man. ones. Everybody liked Skyline. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. We're gonna get into number ones, but before we do, we'll hear a word from our sponsor. Another local specialty. Hey everybody, before we do our number one picks, we'd like to talk to you about that magical drink, the one that makes this podcast possible. That's right, we're talking about coffee. At a top three podcast, we are in way different time zones, and we record super late at night for for most of us, actually, and coffee is what makes it all tick. We're proud to share with you one of our favorite local roasteries, Barbell Brew. Barbell Brew provides single-origin coffee beans that are air-roasted in small batches on location in Troy, Ohio, and they're available for shipping nationwide. Check them out at barbellbrew.com where you can find pre-ground or whole bean coffee in several different varieties, or sign up for their Coffee of the Month program for a curated caffeination experience. We also have an exclusive deal for our listeners. 20% off your first order using the promo code TOP3 at checkout. That's the promo code TOP3, that's the number three in there, at checkout, 20% off your first order. Barbell Brew also has a really cool program called Coffee for a Cause, where each month they donate a percent of their profits to a different charity. So follow them at Barbell Brew Coffee Roasters on Facebook and at Barbell Brew Coffee on Instagram and check our episode description for links to those pages and their website so you can get your coffee on. Support local coffee roasters and taste the difference. All right, back to those number ones. going to give my number one and this one is in the spirit of what alan was intending where i live a local specialty that to my knowledge is not replicated anywhere else this was also my number one in the um top sandwiches episode it was either my number one or number two but my number one is a moroccan sandwich from casablanca sandwichery in seoul south korea is it actually called Sandwichery? It is called Casablanca Sandwichery. That's so cool. That's, that's awesome. Yeah. So I've told this story before uh, on the top three sandwiches episode, but I'll tell it again uh, briefly. When I moved to Korea, I quickly realized that the concept of sandwiches is much different between uh, Koreans and Americans, which is fine, cultural differences and all that. But it left me really missing 
like sub sandwiches, basically hoagies, things like that. And the bread is something that I couldn't find. So like six months went by of like not having a good sandwich. Um, and then a friend came to work and he like basically walked in the door and was like, everyone shut the fuck up. I got to tell you about this sandwich I had this weekend. And we listened to him talk about it and we're like, okay, we're going this weekend. And then like through that week, we would like be talking and everyone would stop talking like, you know, a lull in conversation. He'd, he'd like turn to the rest of us and he's like, guys, this sandwich, it's going to blow your mind. And so we went to get the Moroccan sandwich and it did. So I'm looking at a picture of the uh, chicken sandwich. So this is like spiced chicken with like Moroccan spices, uh, you know, cumin, turmeric, uh, like some harissa sauce, mayonnaise, and then pickled, uh, well, pickles, tomato, onions, and these like fried mashed potato balls that are like Moroccan spiced as well, all on like this beautiful French bread. And it's my favorite food in Korea. I even during the during the first year and a half of the pandemic, I probably went to like 10 restaurants during like a year and a half and like three or four of those was Casablanca to get that sandwich because I got to have it. <laughs> the other sandwich that I like is all of the sides, but instead of the chicken, it's like uh, it's all it's the same consistency as Skyline Chili, but like a lamb chili. Uh, that's really spicy and it's fucking that great. That sounds so good. You assholes haven't come to visit me in six years of living in Korea. If you did, you would have had one of these sandwiches. So wait, you're wait, missing wait. out, and I don't you live feel bad in Korea. For you. Yeah, <laughs> Korea. Korea's in the Korea is in the uh, north by northwestern uh, sector of your old bedroom, Aaron. Oh, Korea. Yeah. Sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah. So anyone who comes to visit Korea, we go to Casablanca first. It's like my parents came, my brother came to visit, uh, other friends have come, and it's like, okay, welcome to Korea. I have all of these amazing Korean foods I want to show you, but we're going to go get this sandwich first, and then I will teach you all about Korean food. So that's my number After one. You have the a Moroccan sandwich. Shit, you, we can move on to the other stuff. <laughs> yeah. After you have. After we nap it off. It's the goat, the absolute goat. Oh man. Okay, say what it is again. So, the the two sandwiches that I get are the lamb chili sandwich and the Moroccan chicken sandwich. So, the basic like things on the sandwich are like lettuce, onions, pickles. Uh, spicy Moroccan harissa sauce and mayonnaise and then fill in like either chicken like spiced chicken like chunks of chicken breast or this like skyline chili like uh, lamb chili uh, yes fucking great sounds like it's worth a trip across the globe absolutely is every person above the age of uh, let's say 30 has a sandwich that they think about from time to time and this is my sandwich. So that's my number one. Aaron, what's your number one? All right. Uh, <laughs> my number one is going to, it's not really a specific dish because everything they make is awesome and I don't get to eat them anymore. My number one is Bojangles, uh, which is a chicken 
uh, chain restaurant uh, <laughs> in the South. Uh, we don't have them in Ohio. Uh, so, you know, it, I, I lived in uh, South Carolina for a little while, uh, mostly by myself with a car that barely worked. And I was so, so happy because there was a Bojangles within walking distance. Uh, so what I would do is I would try, I lived in Rock Hill, South Carolina. And when I lived there by myself for a little bit, I would basically like walk around the town, uh, just to see what was going on. Uh, why can't I remember the college that was there? It doesn't matter. They're Winthrop. So it's, it's the same, it's a college town, uh, where Winthrop university is. And so it's like any other college town, you have a bunch of like really eclectic restaurants and a bunch of cool things. And I would like to, uh, like at nighttime, I would go out and I would just walk around and kind of like check out everything. And my favorite thing was I could go to Bojangles. And if you got a large drink at Bojangles, you got like a free red box like movie rental. <laughs> so I would go to Bojangles and I would get a large unsweetened iced tea uh, and one of a bevy of things like they have a really, really good chicken sandwich. Uh, the big argument, at least in South Carolina, was what's better, Chick-fil-A or Bojangles? And I, I, I think Bojangles is infinitely better than Chick-fil-A could ever even pretend to be. Uh, Chick-fil-A comes off as sort of like a healthy version of what chicken should be. And Bojangles is like, yeah, it's been sitting in Greece for six days. I got you. Uh, but they're, uh, <laughs> they have the best fried chicken out of any of the chain chicken restaurants. Uh, they, they're spicy chicken. They do it right. Mayo, pickles, perfect. Uh, and I haven't been back to uh, Charlotte for a, a while uh, but every time I went as like w when I was younger, uh, my aunt would pick me up from the Greyhound station or the airport or whatever. And as we were driving back to her house, I was like, I need you to take me to the nearest Bojangles. I need you to give me $400 and I need you to not look at me while I'm eating it. Uh, <laughs> so it's the best chicken chain in the United States that I, I've ever had. And I miss it a lot because I really don't get any opportunities to eat there. But Bojangles, it's it's fucking it's 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 probably my favorite fast food restaurant in the history of fast food restaurants. I made sure to go to Bojangles when I was driving back to Ohio from South Carolina. <clears throat> the one time I did go to South Carolina, I made sure while I'm down here, I got to get some Bojangles because you talked about it so much. And your thoughts? I think Chick-fil-A is infinitely better than Bojangles, but it was good. Mm, sounds like some uh, Northern Yankee shit, Dave. I don't know. Where are you from, Aaron? Uh, there is a... <laughs> there is a Bojangles in the southernmost county in West Virginia, and I know people that will drive two hours to get Bojangles. <laughs> I would drive two hours to get Bojangles if there was one in like, what's two hours from here? Cincinnati. I would drive Dayton, to Cincinnati. For Korea. Bo that's, no, that's Toledo. Well, Toledo, funny enough, right. I, funny I would drive to Toledo funny enough, for Aaron, Bojangles. Funny enough, there are, there is Bojangles around Cincinnati. I've seen it before. Uh, um, oh, hold on. I'm putting on my good shoes. Blub out for going. I think there's a couple down that way. I've seen I've seen them once or twice on um like the highway signs. So uh I've never had for a drive. Drive. Get in the car. Yeah. Um I've never had it. But my daughter will be alone at home. Bloodbath? 
You're going to have to let her fly at some point. We're going to Bojangles. <laughs> we just take her with us. Nope. I don't like that. <laughs> Bojangles has too Bojangles has too much concentrated grease for a young child. Yeah, the air stinks <laughs> of sweet tea. Yeah, I don't know. That was always that was always like the big thing though, is like you go to Bojangles, you gotta get some southern sweet tea, and I fucking hate sweet tea so fucking much. So like you would go there yeah, I don't like and, it either. Yeah, it's gross. And so I would go there and I would be like uh there was a comedian that used to talk about if you go to the South, they offer you sweet tea everywhere, which is totally true. Like if you go into a Bojangles and you get like a Coke, they look at you like you're fucking <laughs> like you're an idiot. They're like, oh, they, they like they like it's built into their like training manual. Like make sure you ask them if they want some sweet tea and if they don't call the police. Yeah, I was going to say Aaron ordered an unsweetened tea and all the crew laughed at him and made fun <laughs> of him. That record scratch. <laughs> they all pulled out yeah. guns. Uh, I, I will tell you, like, if you go to a southern fast food chain and the restaurant workers are nice to you, leave. The food sucks. The meaner they are, the better the food is. I promise. Aaron, have you have you had Popeyes before? Yeah, it's not as good as Bojangles. I, I've had almost every chicken chain restaurant in Ohio, and none of them are better than Bojangles. There's there's not one. Well, Maybe I, and I guess. I guess I wasn't really asking if it was better or not. I guess my question was more like, is it like sort of in that, like, is it similar to it? Is it kind of in that? Like, oh, same? yeah. Yeah. It's like it's like the kind of chicken that like while you're eating it, you have to like stop and breathe because you don't know if your heart's still working. Like that's that's <laughs> what I want from my southern fry. You know, I want to know that while I'm eating it, I also have to be thinking about how much my hospital bill is going to be if I have a coronary. Yeah, it's. I wouldn't say that Bojangles and Popeyes are similar. Like they both sell fried, like pieces of fried chicken, but I wouldn't say they're going for the same flavor at all. Correct. Um, yeah. So, all right. So that was Bojangles. Aaron's number one. Alan, what's your number one? My number one is, uh, unfortunately, my favorite restaurant down here that is closed. Uh, it was South Hills Market. And it was their collard green egg rolls. Ooh, that um, sounds so good. Oh man, I'm I'm telling you, but you eat them and you're done. Like you're like you know you'll get your entree or whatever, but about an hour and a half later, you are it, it's game over. I mean, so you eat them and you get home. Sit down. You're, you're falling. You're falling asleep. Um, so it's braised collard greens in like this deep fried crispy egg roll. Um, and they have this, they had, unfortunately, um, this apricot dipping sauce that they made. And I, I, I don't know any of the ingredients and so I can't make them myself and it's really frustrating, but, um, man, I would get these every time I, I, you know, I'd go to this place weekly at least and it, it was a nice place so it costs to go there um but i'd still do it no matter how much i hated it and i would get these every single time um but collard green egg rolls braid collard greens crispy egg roll apricot dipping sauce number one yo that sounds i gotta go Alan, I'll yeah. see you in 18 hours. <laughs> it's like, I love collard greens so much, and I love egg rolls so much, and they're both like 
situational foods. Like I just don't have the things on hand to make collard greens or egg rolls ever. So when you go to a restaurant that has those, or it's like a holiday where you get collard greens or something like that, it's like very special. The thought that there's like a restaurant out there that makes collard green egg rolls. One, I'm excited, but two, I know they actually care about me. They cracked the code. (laughs) Yeah. They cracked the code. They figured it out. This is like collard green egg rolls sounds like some kind of forbidden knowledge that that restaurant like tapped <laughs> like into. Like they read off it's, a tome. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they, they found an ancient tomb. That's yeah. Funny. They, they expeditions down into an ancient crypt revealed like a, a scroll with the recipe for collard green egg rolls. <laughs> and everyone lost, everyone, on it. everyone lost their mind. <laughs> oh, man. No, it was. It was. Uh, I mean, God. And it was, they closed, like, with no notice either. So I couldn't even go for the last time and ask him about the menu. Offer the guy 50 bucks for the recipe. Yeah, I would have have paid him anything for that recipe, but I could not get it. Um, Shit. It's disappointing, because now I'm never going to have them again. You guys can never have these braised collard green egg rolls. I'd be interested in the apricot sauce. Like that sounds gross. Like when I think about it, but you know, yeah, it made you, the whole dish. Yeah, honestly. like some sometimes yeah. like weird sauces, like especially especially like sugary or like fruity ones that you don't expect to go with something like that. Yeah, that's probably awesome. And I love egg rolls too. Um, you know, and you'll you'll see with my honorable mention exactly how much I love egg rolls. But it's a great. <laughs> It's, it's a great way mean, to eat food. I'll see. That's so horrifying. <laughs> yeah, that sounds like a really, it's one of those flavor combinations that like, if you know about putting flavors together, you know that that's going to be fucking great. But like at first, when you first hear it, you're like huh, apricots and egg rolls. I don't know about that, but I it sounds great. Sounds great to me. So that was Alan's number one, the the collard green egg rolls. May they live forever. Bloodbath, what's your number one? Uh, So my number one is uh, a local Troy establishment, uh, La Fiesta, the (gasps) greatest Mexican (gasps) restaurant in the world, in my opinion. And uh, one of their signature dishes is the chori polo. Hell yeah. And how did uh, I forget that? How did I forget that? For the uninitiated, it is um, a flattened uh, grilled marinated chicken breast with chorizo sausage and uh, uh, white queso poured over top. And it's uh, usually a side of like refried beans and uh, rice. Uh, it's delicious. Uh, chicken and sausage is a great combination. Um, and I mean, like I said, it's an institution in Troy. I mean, all the kids, you know, for, you know, generations now, I mean, you know, for like the last, like, you know, 15 or 20 years, like, you know, anytime they're, you know, if you grew up here and you move away, anytime you're in town, like everybody always tries to hit up La Fiesta and order Chori Polo um, while they're in town. I'm sure Dave will attest to that. I know that we go there all the time still. That's one of the perks of still living here. So um, not much more I can really say about it. I mean, you, if you haven't had it, I mean, I I feel bad for you. You definitely need to change that. So, 
And it's really funny how like Dave used to like send us pictures of him eating Chori Pollo when he was at La Fiesta to make me jealous. And also, Dave, I heard <laughs> when, when Bloodbath said La Fiesta, you audibly gasped, which is I did. very funny. Because I forgot it as well. When I was making the list, I didn't think of Chori Pollo and I like I'm I've never been more disappointed in myself. It should have been a Michael Bumpus. I I thought you were gonna say it, dude. I thought that's what like your number one was. No, because I, I was thinking it's Moroccan sandwich where I live now. But like earlier when I said that I go to Maid Right when I go back to Troy, the first stop that I go to when I go back to Troy is always <laughs> La Fiesta. And last time I was in Troy, I went to La Fiesta the day I got into the United States with Aaron and uh, Craig or Aaron and Ratboy. Ratboy. Yeah, we went Me to La Fiesta. Like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we both Rat did. One. And it was... Uh, it was like, and also like for, for Hua, my wife, who it was her first time going to Ohio, going to my hometown. And it was like, this is the thing. I was like, this, <laughs> Mexican is, the restaurant. Sh- this is the shit in Troy. We have to go get La Fiesta. Um, and I don't know if you mentioned, they also give you tortillas so you can like make little choripollo like tacos or whatever. That's the shit. Um, Aaron, the kind of sauteed food. mushrooms. Yep. I was just going to say, Aaron's always yep. a- adding extra shit to his orders. Aaron always adds mushrooms to it, which is, it's the shit. It's great. Chori Pollo is an institution. Last time I went to Troy, I did take a picture and I sent it to our friend, uh, Tara Dame, who she and I have been sending pictures of Chori Pollo to each other for like, since we graduated high school, basically. And she, she sent me one like eight months ago. And I was like, Oh, you bitch. God damn it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So yeah, that's a great pick. I have never been more disappointed in myself for leaving something off of a top three on this. I've also never been more disappointed in you, even though I made the same mistake. I'm great. (laughs) <laughs> Even though I made the same mistake, I'm great, Aaron Angle. <laughs> you, <laughs> uh, yeah. Man. Get the sautéed mushrooms, guys. Yeah. When I get back to Troy next time I go, probably the first thing. If it's not a home cooked dinner, it's it's La Fiesta. It's got to be. Hi, mom. Hi, dad. Well, see you later. Got to go to La Fiesta. Yeah. I <laughs> I love you dearly, mother and father. However. I gotta get Jory like Pollo. I love Jory Pollo. Yeah, yeah. My, my heart lies at La Fiesta. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, great. Great pick, Bloodbath. Putting us all to shame. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, that's what I do. Uh, all right, let's not get ahead of ourselves. All right, let's get into, uh, let's get into honorable mentions, lightning round style. Uh, my honorable mention is a holdover from when I thought this was top like regional foods. My honorable mention is in and out specifically the double double animal style in and out. Um, and I also want to throw a quick uh, comment that anyone who thinks that Shake Shack is better than in and out, go fuck yourself. It's not in and out costs $8 for a meal. Shake Shack costs <laughs> at least three times that that much for the same amount of food. In and out's the shit. Don't compare it to Shake Shack or Five Guys because they're not the same thing. Honorable mention to In and Out. Aaron, how about you? Uh, teasers, teasers for sure. I love fucking teasers. I cannot oh. do this list without talking about them. They're the best. I could eat. 
I could eat 50 of them in one, in the course of a football game. I could do that. Yeah. hundred percent. That's on the books. Next time, next time we're together. Unless it's Aaron's a Browns game and pieces. you know how long Browns games feel. I could probably eat 80 during a Browns game. <laughs> how many could you eat during a Red Sox Yankees Sunday night game? Uh, I also 80, uh, but I would eat them really fast so I could leave before the third inning. Cause I don't care. <laughs> yeah. Alan, what's your honorable mention? Um, I actually, I have two, um, one is another brunch dish dish from black sheep. It's, uh, they have a smoked duck eggs Benedict. Bro, um, dude, you're, yeah. killing with, you're killing me with black sheep. Like black sheep is fucking me up right now. It's, I mean, it's the best brunch spot I've ever been to in my entire life. Just saying. Oh, uh, yeah, I know. It's hot. I think it moved. Um, <laughs> and uh, I'm trying. God. Oh, okay. Right. Egg rolls. That, that was my other honorable mention. It's a pop-up shop. It's called Eggs Will Roll. They make uh, all sorts of different kinds of egg rolls. Uh, I'm talking like uh, they got like collard green Thanksgiving egg rolls. Egg... No, no collard green egg rolls, but they have like Thanksgiving egg rolls and buffalo chicken and mac and cheese. Um, they've got like peanut butter and jelly and oatmeal cream pie. And uh, I don't know if you guys have ever had a super donut, but they have super donut. Wait, hold on. Um, What's a super donut? It's like those little, it's like a little Debbie. I don't think it's a little Debbie, but it's like, uh, it's just like a little donut and plastic wrap you can buy at gas stations. They're awesome. Right. They're awesome. And so it's an egg roll that's made with a, with super donuts as the filling. Um, they're unfortunately, they're, they're closed now too. It's a bummer. It's cause, it's cause you didn't go enough. Oh no, dude. Every day. I, this is the only like I would look at Facebook. I don't have a Facebook um, for anyone that doesn't know, uh, but I would look at Facebook to see when they would have their pop up shops. I would walk miles. To get you absolutely have a Facebook, lunch. and people tell you happy birthday every year, and you never respond. I have wait. I have a Facebook. Yeah, you yeah, never. I mean, I mean, you, you never. You never. You never deleted it, but it's still there. Oh no! Oh man. Okay, I thought I deleted that. No, you can't. No, but you gotta you get back on. It. You can't <laughs> delete it. Nah, bro, it's meta. What kind of yeah. world do we live in? The kind of world where I you can't I delete that Facebook. Years ago. Great question, uh, Alan. Dude. Anyways, who's next? God. Hold on, hold on. So, Alan, you made a you made a really good point. I there are two reasons why I keep my Facebook account. Number one, my mom likes to tag me in stuff that she thinks is funny. And uh, I want to, yeah, don't want to take that away from good her. reason. Number two, a lot of my favorite food related things are only on Facebook, like food groups for like best restaurants in Seoul, people recommending new restaurants. It's on Facebook. The guy I buy uh, homemade sausages from, he operates through Facebook. I can't, I can't just like leave that behind. If those things, uh, like if my mom stops wanting to tag me and stuff that she thinks is funny that she wants to show me. And if the sausage guy stops operating, Facebook is gone instantly, instantly. You have a sausage guy in Seoul. Yeah. I have a local sausage guy. I just ordered some sausage rolls like 
while Bloodbath was doing one of his uh, one of his answers, I ordered some sausage rolls. This is not the first time Dave's talked about his sausage guy on this podcast. Alan. It's not. Let's be clear here. Is it? Is it not? Did I fall asleep during the Anyone? last time? <laughs> the answer is yes. That is to be fair, to be fair, I I only bring up the sausage guy in conversations that are not about food so top three video games from the last 10 years i talked about the sausage guy <laughs> top three scary standables yeah <laughs> anyone uh anyone who's anyone who's living in seoul korea we have some listeners in seoul uh on facebook the sausage man's soul will change your life anyway uh wow bloodbath That's what's awful. your honorable mention um, well, we'll have to confer with Alan if these count or not. Um, again, I took it as like regional foods. Um, one that I thought of right away, it's not necessarily at a rest. They do serve them at restaurants on occasion, but, uh, Mike sells potato chips are a Dayton, uh, original. Oh Dayton. man, Mike sells um, are so good. Yeah. So if anybody is unaware, they're, you know, potato chips nothing too crazy there they're just uh they're ruffle cut they're a little thicker um uh and they're kind of like heavily seasoned i think i think they're always like pretty strong so uh yeah Mike super sells... heavily seasoned mike sells barbecue potato chips i mean oh i haven't had i i don't even like potato chips right but give me a a bag of mike sells i'll tear that motherfucker up I think Mike Sells are like the most okay chip, and I I don't think they're that good. Yep, I'm all about I'm all about kettle chips. Wow. Same, wow. Dave. Oh, I mean, kettle, with Mike Sells, you chips, get bro. you get a little bit more thickness, but you don't get necessarily the hard texture of a kettle chip or the flavor. Oh, dude, you get so much more flavor. Like Bloodbath said, they coat those things. Yeah, Mike Sells are like really seasoned. I've right. been radicalized into like just kettle chip or kettle cooked salt and vinegar chips. It's really the only chip I want to eat anymore. Huh. What about I, nothing turtle against chips? kettle chips. Turtle chips? Dave. Turtle yeah, chips? Yeah, whatever. Yeah, whatever the, you send them to us in the mail from Korea. Oh, yeah. The shrimp chips? I, the shrimp no. chips. I don't, uh, I don't, I don't count those as chips. Those are, those are, uh, those are fried snacks. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> Top three fried snacks coming up on the podcast soon. Okay. Low key, uh, great idea. Let's get into our listener responses. I'll get us started with Hua, whose number three is from Busan, Korea, the dish gukbap, which is uh it's a soup with uh slices of pork in the soup. And it's like a very thick, like pork broth, and then you you dump a bowl of rice into it, and it's fucking fantastic. It's a Busan, Korea specialty. Her number two is In and Out, and her number one is Chuncheon Takgaobi for people who live in Korea. If you live in Korea, you know what the fuck is is happening. This is my favorite Korean food. Takgaobi is like a spicy chicken stir fry with vegetables, cabbage, and uh, maybe some carrots and sweet potatoes. And it's got like a, a spicy, like gochujang based sauce. And the way that most places prepare it, where you can get it this way and you should, is with mozzarella cheese, either like sprinkled on top or what I prefer, which is where they make the 
stir fry and then they push it to the sides and they just make like a river of melted cheese in the middle so you pick up your your stuff and you dip it in the cheese and then you eat it it's the best river of melted cheese you say <laughs> yes goku john you say <laughs> <laughs> all right next up we have tom uh his number three is carolina barbecue i prefer nashville but carolina barbecue very good uh number two pierogies and number one lobster rolls lobster rolls are awesome there's actually a uh, food cart in dayton that makes lobster rolls that uh the other guy i work with picks up for us sometimes i fucking love them so much pierogies are also the shit super good i, I have pierogies. some in my freezer right now I don't know if I would eat lobster rolls from uh, Lobster Roll Street Meat, though. That would <laughs> yeah. be my big You really have to not care about your life or well-being, but they're very some of those that's, Some of those fresh, uh, those fresh, my, those fresh uh, Ohio River freshwater <laughs> lobsters. Right out of the swamp into your mouth. <laughs> right out of the greater Miami River. <laughs> Growth. Uh, next up, we have Jim, who's number three, is Grater's Ice Cream. Great choice. Uh, number two, Pancakes from Sunrise Cafe in Yellow Springs, Ohio. I don't know what that is, but it sounds pretty all right because I like pancakes. Number one is Pepperoni Pizza from Planks in Columbus. Again, not quite sure, but I'll go with it. Honorable mention, any burger from Thurman's in Columbus. Again. I've had no a Thurman idea. burger. It's fucking awesome. Those Thurman a burgers Thurman. are so good. What's a Thurman burger? It's just it's just a, a burger place, but the patties are really big and they have really creative, really good toppings. Uh, they the most famous one is can only be described as a big cheeseburger with a ham sandwich inside of it. Yeah, I think they did it on a, <laughs> an episode of Man vs. Food in Columbus, and he went there, they which did, is cool. They did the Man vs. Food episode on the Therminator, which is like the big burger with a ham sandwich inside of it, but four times the size. Oh, oh man. <laughs> a burger with a, ha- with a sandwich inside of it sounds like something I'm interested in. <laughs> some West Virginia shit. Yay, yay. Sounds like some serious West Virginia shit. All right, Chris in number three, buffalo goat cheese from Mojo's Bar and Grill. Number two, tacos from Muller Brew Barn. And tachos, number one, tachos, tachos. That's tachos. like okay, tater sorry. tot nachos. Oh, okay, I got you. I thought it was tacos, and it was like misspelled. Come on, bloodbath. Okay. Well, I hey man, like shit happens. I'm an English teacher. I'm mad. Uh, number one. <laughs> Number one, uh, teasers from Subhouse. Uh, okay. <laughs> Look at Bloodbath being modest. Like, he's not proud as fuck that we've, he's gotten two hours of free advertising on yeah, this here podcast. <laughs> this, is, this is what you've been waiting and jacking off for forever. People are going to be flocking in from around the country, fucking buying up all the teasers. <laughs> he won't give us a cent. Very strange. Flights from Seoul to Dayton are gonna skyrocket. <laughs> oh, Aaron, Aaron, you don't get you you get nothing. In fact, you owe me money <laughs> <laughs> for being your friend. <laughs> your mom's uh, been paying me for years. <laughs> she just writes me next, a check like, "Here's your your friend money." Next up is <laughs> next up is Rat Boy. <laughs> Rat Boy's number three is the 
I don't know restaurant in Troy, which he claims existed. I think he's full of shit. No, it didn't. Thank you. It existed, Dave. It used to be. It used to be the old. It was after like it was the Perkins, and then when it, Perkins went down, he the guy like changed it to a restaurant called I don't know, but I never went in there. And then like they were closed like very shortly after that. Why oh, would you go? Yeah, I do remember that. Yeah, it was called I don't know. That was weird as fuck. It was only there for like three months or something. I think it was yeah. like literally like less than a month. You guys are trying to gaslight me right now, and it's not going to happen. <laughs> that place is not going to happen. <laughs> Rat Boys number two is the original Wendy's in Troy, which was <laughs> the shit. And his number one is Casano's, which we already talked about. Casano's in Tip City. Fantastic. Honorable mention to Skyline Chili. All right. Next up, we have Craig. Uh, his number three is the world-famous Troy Hot Dog. Uh, and in... Uh... Parentheses, he stole this from Rat Boy. I don't believe that. Rat Boy is a great human being and a god. Uh, I blame Craig for trying to sow discord within the tube. <laughs> uh, number two, Cincinnati Chili. Awesome. And number one, Columbus Pizza. Uh, Columbus Pizza is when you have a regular pizza, but you serve raw Buckeyes from Buckeye trees on it, and you get uh, poison and die. Yeah. It's, it's the forbidden treat. You can only eat it once. It's like fugu. <laughs> Japanese people come to Ohio for the the taste of the elusive Buckeye pizza. <laughs> Real <laughs> rich people eating Columbus uh, Buckeye pizza off of like naked women's backs. I'd do it. I'd pay good money to do it. Uh, all right, that's all of our listener responses. So thank you everyone for sharing your local foods. Anyone who's listened and. Uh, Alan, also, we have a, a list of places to, to go uh, wherever you go, uh, specifically for all of you who are planning on taking your holiday trips to the greater Miami Valley area this year. You have <laughs> lots of things to eat. And yeah, so this episode has been sponsored by the Miami Valley Area Restaurant Association and the Charleston, West Virginia Tourism Board. Big Pickle. Yeah, and Big Pickle. We're getting that pickle money rolling in soon. So, pickle. <laughs> this podcast, I, I just imagining people like telling, yeah, I used to listen to a top three podcast, but they fucking sold out to the pickle industry. <laughs> the pickle industry. Fucking posers. I could in. die happy if that's how this podcast ended. Nobody <laughs> yeah. wanted to deal with this anymore because we went <laughs> fucking went rogue on corporate pickle. Because we went we went pickle. We took our payouts from uh from the pickle industry. Uh so coming up next week on a top three podcast, top three pickled things. <laughs> I could actually do that top three. Pig's feet. I love yeah, pickling no, things. Yeah, definitely. Pickling things is great. Yeah. Um, not mentioning Ooh. any specific pickle companies, but pickling things is great. Yeah. Well, that's something that people get into as you get older. You start pickling your own stuff at your house. I have at least three different kinds of homemade pickles in the fridge right now. Because why wouldn't you? Gross. Ah, God damn it. All right. Uh, Aaron's going to have a hitman from Big Pickle coming by his house in the next 15 minutes. So we got to wrap this up. <laughs> Thank God I buried all those shotguns in my backyard. 
Five, five you're gonna, time to do it. You're gonna get out like your uh, get out your jackhammer and like get your weapons out of the basement like John Wick, buried in cement. Correct. All right. So thank you everybody for listening. If you would like to participate in further top threes, keep your eyes out on the social media pages uh, at a top three podcast on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, and tell your friends about the show. Leave a rating and review if you can. Subscribe and. Yeah, talk to us about our top threes. Let us know, like, now that we're more clear on what the topic is, you know, local restaurant specialties where you live, hit us up on social media. Tell us what we got to check out when we come to your town. Which, what if we, we do, like, the top three on the road tour and we just go to <laughs> go to towns and do live podcasts inside of restaurants and piss everybody <laughs> off? <laughs> With Joe Rogan. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> And Guy Fieri. God among men. I'm in. Fan of the show. Thanks, everybody, for listening. See you next time. (laughs) Bye. Bye. Bye, guys.